Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Explaining History podcast, and um, today we're going to talk uh, about the arrival of Woodrow Wilson uh, in December 1918 uh, in Europe uh, for the Paris Peace Conference. Wilson, who had uh, joined the war, not the First World War, not as an ally, but as an associated power, the USA never became a full ally of um, Britain and France, but an associated power in uh, April uh, 1917, and a very specific set of um, uh, outcomes that were hoped for from the Paris Peace Conference. Um, If you read The Deluge by Adam Tews, I know it's a a book that I've cited many times, Adam Tews um, puts a wrecking ball, really, through the idea that um, Wilson was uh, a liberal figure who, uh, in the interests of um, peaceful world governance and um, liberalism worldwide, went to Paris and tried to create a kind of rather benevolent new world order to prevent wars from breaking out. Um, Adam Tew says this isn't the case at all. He was acting almost entirely in American interests and saw all sorts of opportunities to uh, reshape the world and uh, legal structures of um, world trade and governance to suit the United States of America. What Adam Tews argues is this. He says that uh, by 1916, America had eclipsed all her European rivals economically, and France and Britain uh, and Germany all you know, fighting one another with France and Britain on one side and Germany on the other. Even though they were fighting one another, they all looked nervously at the growth of American power. The Germans uh, rightly predicted that there was a high possibility that America might join uh, with her enemies. Uh, but the British also looked at America and wondered nervously uh, if America would eclipse the British Empire. Uh, Wilson was certainly no lover of uh, German militarism, but he had no sympathies at all, really, for uh, the British or French empires either. 
To Wilson, they represented uh, closed doors to trade. Wilson made much uh, of talking uh, about uh, self-determination for all peoples, but he himself uh, was not particularly concerned about uh, colonised peoples in Asia and Africa. His own record on race relations in America was pretty deplorable. Instead, he saw empires as uh, unfair uh, cartels, uh, ways of uh, capturing markets and forcing out um, legitimate competition. The First World War had accelerated trends which had existed within the British economy um, prior to the conflict um, of um, declining productivity um, and an increased struggle against uh, international um, competitors, particularly Germany and the USA. And the uh, crisis that Britain finds itself in at the end of the, uh, of the war is profound. It's come from being a creditor to a debtor nation. And uh, if you want the lowdown uh, on this, uh, I did uh, a podcast a week or two ago on um, Britain's uh, forgotten uh, depression uh, from uh, 1920 to 1922. Um, and that will give you uh, the story of uh, Britain's declining economic fortunes. Wilson knew you could capitalise on this. And he knew also that the means by which the British safeguarded their economic interests around the world um, was through the Royal Navy, which guarded the routes to empire. Uh, and Wilson simply said, we'll build um, a much bigger navy if we have to. We've got shipyards that can churn out battleship after battleship, and we're not worried at all by the threat that the British pose. The British uh, Royal Navy, which had reigned supreme for the best part of about four centuries, was facing obsolescence at the end of the war. Um, New um, armaments, aircraft carriers, uh, U-boats and uh, other um, means of uh, waging war at sea had um, placed the Royal Navy on notice, really. Um, The Royal Navy doesn't decline in power uh, in absolute terms until after the Second World War, but it certainly um, was going to be, in a very short period of time, unable to contend with the new US Navy, uh, the newly developing US Navy, and the Washington Naval Conferences are a big clue uh, to us, um, which show that uh, accommodation, the British realised accommodation, would have to be uh, found uh, on on the high seas. Again, I've done a podcast on the Washington Naval Conferences. You can search for that through the the list, and and that should give you a, a lot of insight there. The journey that Wilson has across the Atlantic on the George Washington. Um, it leaves um, New York in December uh, 1918 to great fanfare. Um, Wilson is seen as the man who is going to from the New World who is going to finally uh, resolve the problems of the old. Um, and this is a kind of a pivotal moment in uh, America's uh, international and diplomatic history. Because it is a moment whereby there is a kind of a widespread consensus that America is taking on an international leadership role. The sort of role, really, that America appears to be retreating from 
uh, right at this very moment. The ship is uh, full of uh, experts from um, government, from university departments, um, full of um, diplomats. There are huge um, state rooms on the ship full of uh, boxes of uh, info information, uh, reports, studies, reference works on the diplomats that uh, Wilson will be meeting. Um, this is the first visit of an America, a serving American president to Europe while in office. And the, um, the opponents of the president in Congress alleged that this was unconstitutional. Uh, can a president actually leave the USA and leave the business of the, of the USA um, unattended uh, to and swan off somewhere? Nobody knew because it hadn't been done before. It seems unlikely that a Supreme Court would be able to rule um, otherwise. The, uh, the interesting thing about Wilson's journey across the Atlantic is that he seems to be one of the uh, more forward-looking leaders who has was at least trying to build some kind of game plan about how to deal with Italy, France, Britain, Germany, and a host of other countries. When he actually gets to Europe and actually begins to engage in the negotiations at the Paris Peace Conference, uh, a lot of the um, preparation is swept away by the realities of you know, the facts on the ground. The long um, struggle to make any kind of sense of, of the peace. Wilson didn't expect to be in Europe for nearly six months, but that's certainly what happened. Um, his good friend um, and advisor, Colonel Edward House, who becomes a, um, a key and trusted ally for Wilson at the conference, um, thought that Wilson would come along and initially iron out the frame of debate, the, the terms of debate, uh, of discussion, and then go back to uh, America. But this is not possible. And it's not possible because you need to understand really the scope of the Paris Peace Conference. The Paris Peace Conference, as Margaret Macmillan puts it, um, her book Peacemakers is a kind of a, the standard text on the subject, standard kind of revisionist text on the subject anyway these days. Um, the Paris Peace Conference is really the centre of world governance for six months. Um, in the from the end of nineteen eighteen to mid nineteen nineteen, uh, it's not just the restitution of Europe that's decided there. The shape of the Middle East, the rights of Japan in China, um, the future of uh, German colonies in Africa and the Pacific, um, the development of the League of Nations and institutions uh, that come from the, um, uh, the League of Nations, such as the International Labour Organization, all these um, were uh, key issues. The future of Russia, um, whilst, whilst is uh, not uh, brought to the Paris Peace Conference, was argued by many, including people like John Maynard Keynes, that it should have been, that Lenin should have been invited to the Paris Peace Conference. The uh, uh, Wilson sends emissaries uh, into Russia. Uh, Jan Smuts, the uh, South African general and later premier, goes to um, the new Soviet Union 
to try to try to work out really what it is the Russians want. Um, so it's, it's a vast and expansive uh, settlement um, for really much of much of the world. There is virtually nowhere that isn't in some way affected by the Paris Peace Conference. There are delegates from every continent. So it was perhaps na- a naive expectation on the part of Wilson that he could uh, turn up, um, essentially dictate the uh, topics for discussion, and then go home. Wilson had a huge uh, burden of responsibility uh, in terms of representing America at a major peace conference for the first time. And everybody from uh, Roosevelt all the way through to Bill Clinton have really uh, drawn from the legacy that Wilson left, um, American peacemaking and uh, conflict uh, resolution, however you know, valid those concepts might be uh, in, in this discussion. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, have been influenced by the Paris Peace Conference the Oslo Accords, the Camp David Agreements, uh, the uh, Paris Conference, the Geneva Conferences um, over the Vietnam War. All these things have been shaped by Wilson's actions in 1919. The irony, of course, is that Wilson had never really intended to be a foreign policy president. But there are few American presidents that really do have this intention most of them speak to a domestic audience that is far more interested in living standards and in law and order and uh, domestic issues than the uh, affairs of other countries. Uh, perhaps one exam, one exception to the rule uh, would be um, Nixon uh, in 1968, who campaigned on a in, in large part. Uh, on um, a policy of withdrawing from the Vietnam War uh, without losing face, the honourable peace 
proposal. Now, having um, suggested that Wilson had uh, cynical and mercantile interests at heart at the Paris Peace Conference, which, by the way, were no more cynical than any other major power there, uh, the, the British and the French certainly had nothing but self-interest, really, when it came to the conference. He, Wilson was also influenced by ideas of um, democracy. He saw uh, Britain and France as kind of imperfect versions of um, democracy, but certainly far superior to German and Austro-Hungarian militarism. Um, the British and the French were, in his eyes, imperial democracies, and they might hopefully bring um, voting rights to their subject peoples one day. But as far as the uh, as far as Wilson was concerned, there was nothing redeemable uh, about Germany or Austria-Hungary, which again it is to misrepresent really, particularly um, Germany. Germany was a less democratic society than Great Britain was. It had a, an elected uh, Reichstag, but an appointed Chancellor. However, Germany was certainly a far more um, democratically progressive country than Britain and France's chief ally, Russia. Um, the, there is a, a brief glimmer of hope as far as the Allied powers are concerned in 1917, when the February Revolution happens, and the Tsar, who was generally disliked by the British and French and seemed to be the architect of his own miseries, is deposed, and then two months later, Wilson enters the war. And it's only at that point that uh, people like David Lloyd George start to really bandy around this idea of it being kind of a, a war for democracy. Um, Britain only had uh, Britain disenfranchised forty percent of its adult male working class population, so a great many of the British soldiers in the trenches wouldn't have had the vote um, until nineteen eighteen in the Representation of the People Act. But the uh, factors that bring Wilson into the war are obviously Germany's uh, reckless, um, unrestricted uh, submarine warfare program. Um, which resumes itself in 1917 and begins the sinking of ships from America, travelling to Great Britain and the killing of American citizens. And it also presents the principle that Germany can decide where American ships can and cannot go and how Americans can and cannot trade. And once again, access to world markets is the key to American wealth and America will not tolerate that key, uh, that wealth being uh, threatened or imperiled. And also the even more reckless uh, Zimmerman telegram, intercepted by uh, British intelligence and presented to the world, um, is the, the final straw for American public uh, opinion. Um, uh, reckless, unnecessary, and a, sh a sign really uh, that the uh, Kaiser and his government saw American involvement at some point as inevitable. Much as Hitler in 1941 um, saw it as inevitable and following Pearl Harbor, Hitler declares war on the USA before the USA can become uh, make the decision to declare war on Germany. Wilson had campaigned in 1916 uh, for his second term 
on a platform of neutrality. He was a Democrat politician of the Progressive Era. His background had been partly in practising law, but mainly as the president of Princeton University. Um, so he had a kind of a scholarly air about him. There was something um, deeply attuned to um, legalism and um, the rule of law. And so he, he could exude a kind of uh, righteousness, uh, a certain kind of what one might call a stuffiness uh, that his political rivals and uh, other foreign dignitaries um, either um, mocked or, or, or ridiculed a little bit. Certainly, I think David Lloyd George um, said that he, on one side uh, he had Clemenceau, who was Napoleon, on the other side there was Wilson, who was Jesus Christ. He was one of the uh, progressive era's social reformers. He believed that um, whilst the power of capital had been transformative in America, uh, it needed to be reined in. The uh, unrestrained workings of big business and markets had uh, caused had devastating uh, social consequences and a devastating impact, and this needed to be curbed now. And one of the political traits he brings with him to uh, Europe is um, a dogmatism. Some might describe it as self-righteousness, but an absolute conviction that his cause is moral and righteous and must prevail. And when you look at his pursuit of the League of Nations and the compromises and sacrifices that he makes, particularly with regard to the Japanese and their involvement in China, uh, to establish the League of Nations, uh, that uh, assessment isn't too far from the, from the mark. Um, a French ambassador, this is in Margaret Macmillan's Peacemakers, a French ambassador in Washington saw a man who, had he lived a couple of centuries ago, would have been the greatest tyrant in the world because he does not seem to have the slightest conception that he can ever be wrong. During the war, and before um, America's involvement in the war, Wilson had offered to mediate as an uh, honest broker. This mediation was uh, rejected. Um, Wilson, when he joined America in the war as an associate power, had always retained the threat of a separate peace agreement with Germany. That meant that the, unless certain conditions, particularly conditions about the peace talks, were met and agreed to by the French and by the British, um, particularly this idea of uh, what Wilson called peace without victory. And what that really meant was... Uh, a peace that uh, was um, an, an armistice followed by a peace treaty where there was uh, no uh, punishment or if there was punishment to be meted out, it was to be meted out by all, uh, on all sides equally. The idea of there being a peace with victory was that it was going to be a kind of a punitive Carthaginian kind of peace where Germany was to be forced to pay the price of the war. Uh, Wilson didn't want to be uh, seen as the figure who was uh, really picking sides in that way. Not because he didn't prefer the British and the French, uh, marginally he did, but because his objectives at the conference were to um, bring to an end European imperialism, which would serve his 
altruistic goal of democratisation, but also his wider goal of throwing open world markets to uh, American industry and commerce. Wilson was happy to accept that the uh, German people were capable of uh, a, a redemption that they themselves uh, could be saved, but Germany's leaders um, needed to be uh, punished. The German Revolution in the winter of 1918 to 1919, the overthrow of the Kaiser, gave uh, a great deal of encouragement to Wilson. He thought that this was evidence that uh, the German people had listened to uh, his 14 points and that perhaps democratisation might spread across uh, the rest of Europe. On the uh, voyage across the Atlantic, um, Wilson tended to lock himself away in his cabin uh, with his wife uh, away from the uh, rest of his delegation and diplomats were unsure as to what America's policy when they got to Europe actually would be. So much so that, for example, William Bullitt, uh, who would uh, later go become one of the kind of the giants of American diplomacy in the 20th century, uh, had to go to Wilson and say, we, we don't know what it is you intend. Can you enlighten us? Um, this obviously didn't go down very well. As we'll see when we start to look in more depth at the Paris Peace Conference, as we're going to uh, work through this one in uh, the coming weeks, uh, Wilson's ideas met with cold, the, sort of the, 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 the cold, harsh reality of realpolitik, which often um, David Lloyd George and uh, Clemenceau were far better at and far more able. Okay, so I've gone on for um, perhaps a bit too long there on uh, the subject of Wilson. Uh, but if you want to hear more and you'd like to fund us and give us a bit of help and uh, help the, the podcast to grow, you can check out our Patreon page. The link is uh, with uh, the info on this podcast. Um, or you can go to uh, the iTunes page for Explaining History. Give us a vote, give us a, uh, a thumbs up, and um, we'll catch you on the next Explaining History podcast. All the best. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.